0: Hello, everyone, namaskar. So, today's podcast is a continuation of the book titled The Liberation of Intellect, Neo-Humanism. And this is a reading of the fourth chapter titled Inner Asset. While discussing neo-humanism, I said that study and rationalistic mentality are required to counteract geosentiment and a proto-spiritualistic psychic structure Is required to resist social sentiment. But geosentiment and social sentiment, and the means of resisting them, are matters of the objective world. Geosentiment is entirely limited by geographical boundaries. It is confined in space, while social sentiment is limited to certain groups. By resisting these two sentiments, one relating to space, and the other relating to person, with rationality and samasamachitatua, respectively, it is possible to move towards the supreme subjectivity. So these two are completely associated with the external world. The movement of the inner life, of humanity, is entirely an internal affair, a matter of devotion, a path to the inner world with devotion as a cult. As a mission. In the world of rationalism, human beings do not attain anything of inner life. And in the realm of devotion, there is no ism that can establish humanity in the supreme spiritual stance. In the case of devotion, human beings become resplendent in their own glory. This is entirely an inner process. For that, there is a path of devotion a devotional spirit, and the sweet mission of devotion. In that case, there are only two entities, I and my Lord. There is no one to create barriers, no one to exploit, no one to impose sentiment or social sentiment. There, humanity is one and indivisible. In this situation, human beings proceed toward supreme consciousness with every step. This is beyond rationalistic approach and study, and it has no concern with the objective mind. However, in the course of one's journey through the inner world, one cannot altogether deny the rationalistic outlook of external life. This is also necessary because, in the absence of rationality, the internal thoughts may be disturbed. But it is also true that the mind should certainly be directed towards the Supreme Consciousness because one's inner assets are directly nourished by the thought of the Supreme, by running towards him with tremendous speed. Rationalistic outlook and study are required to facilitate this onward movement towards the Supreme. Raja hatte Chai Na Go Ma Sadhanai Go Ma Raja hate, amar matir, garibancher, kuntima, paayena, taikar, yogate, Ramprasad. I do not long to become a monarch, for this I have not the least desire. I have a hut of mud and bamboo. I only want enough to thatch its roof. A truly righteous person should be ever ready to respond to the clarion call of the great, to its irresistible attraction. The Doliatra of Shri Krishna, the color festival, which Mahaprabhu introduced to Bengal about 550 years ago, has two aspects, the social and the spiritual. Mahaprabhu brought this festival from Brindavana, but he invested it with spiritual significance, and named it the Doli of Sri Krishna. When human beings rush towards the Supreme, they may sometimes think, I am a sinner. I have committed so many sins that I am immersed in sin. The particular mental colors of the sinner's minds are the combination of so many thoughts of sin which may leave a profound mental impression. As a result, the speed of their movement will automatically be retarded. The inner significance of the Doliatra of Sri Krishna is this. By surrendering all the colors of my mind to you, I want to become colorless. This surrender to the Supreme Consciousness propels human beings towards Him. So this color festival is not merely an outward play. It is purely a psycho-spiritual phenomenon. This very psycho-spiritual phenomenon is operating behind the process of Arnargya offering of colors. O Lord, make me colorless, so that I may move towards you without any hesitation. The more human beings are established in neo-humanism, the more they will be absorbed in the colors of their inner minds instead of the colors of the external world. It is not that they will avoid the social festivities of the color festival of Doliatra, but the social side should not be taken as everything. Rather, by offering all their psychic colors to the Supreme Consciousness, they will become more concerned with their mental colors than with the external ones. This intensely close proximity to the Supreme is the real Brindavana. The Brindavana of the mental world, the state of absolute mental purity. It is natural for human beings to become soiled with dust in the course of their journey in the physical world. But this is not to continue forever. They should make their minds completely unblemished by offering all their mental colors to the Supreme. Forgetting the external aspect of the play of colors, they should accept the internal color play as the ultimate in human life, and thus established themselves in the true Brindavana, the supreme desideratum of human life. March 9, 1982, Calcutta India. Thank you.